today is attorney Marvin Gerland from Sangalang and Gerland Business Lawyers and Sangalang Study Central, your partner in Business Labor Forum Philippines. And for today, I'd like to share about 13th month pay since it's already the first day of December. And of course, before we start, we'd like to invite you in our regular legal coaching Saturdays. Every first Saturday of the month, we conduct our free legal coaching sessions via Facebook group, Business Labor Forum. So we hope that you can join us. Attorney Paul and I will be there to ask your questions live anything under the sun that is on saturday december 4 2021 again that is ask attorney paul facebook live our legal coaching saturdays and that is our pro bono para sabayan corporate social responsibility event every first saturdays of the month from 10 a.m to 12 p.m so again, going back to our topic for this morning, I'll be sharing about 13th month pay. So our dole handbook on statutory monetary benefits for workers says that all employers are required to pay their rank and file employees 13th month pay regardless of the nature of their employment and irrespective of the methods by which their wages are paid provided they work for at least one month during a calendar year. The 13th month pay should be given to the employees not later than December 24 of every year. And the same Dole Handbook for Statutory Monetary benefits for workers says that the definition of labor of the labor code for rank and file employees distinguishes a rank and file employee from a managerial employee a managerial employee is one who is vested with powers or prerogatives to lay down and execute management policies and or to hire transfer suspend lay off recall, discharge, assign, or discipline employees, or to effectively recommend such managerial actions. All employees not falling within this definition are considered rank and file employees and therefore entitled to the required statutory 13th month pay under Presidential Decree 851. The above distinction shall be used as guide for purpose of determining who are rank and file employees entitled to the 13th month pay. So again, rank and file employees are entitled to the statutory 13th month pay under presidential decree num number 851. That's a pretty old law already. And of course, <clears throat> the minimum amount shall be not less than one-twelfth of the total basic salary earned actually earned by an employee in a calendar year so for those who are hr practitioners those who are uh, very familiar with compensation and benefits in their respective companies of course the 13th month pay is computed from the actual the actual pay the actual basic salary earned by the employee all throughout the year so this actually varies from time to time although it can be said that uh, it is uh, this this can be almost the same as the previous year but this can substantially uh, differ in amounts because 
it is actually computed based on the actual earnings of the employee for the whole year. So uh, right now, since it's already December, what we all only have is the exact computation from the first 11 months. And we can estimate somehow uh, the payment of 13th month pay to be actually given to the employee on or before December 24 of this year. And recently, the Dole Department of Labor or the Department of Labor and Employment rather of the Philippines has already issued Labor Advisory Number 18 Series of 2021, which provides for the guidelines on the payment of 13th month pay this coming December 24 on or before. Of course, for those who are generous enough, this 13th month pay could have already been given in tranches uh, starting uh, it perhaps uh, your companies if you were liquid enough despite the pandemic you could have given already uh, as a as an advance during the first quarter of the year or even during the first half of the year first quarter you could already have given uh, one uh, a portion or 25 percent of the the computed or expected the uh, 13th month pay and for those who give this 13th month pay on a by annual by annual payment you could have already given the uh, part proportionate uh, computation of the 13th month pay uh, sometime uh, on or uh, on june of this year and of course for those who are not uh, that much uh, liquid during the year of course you have the option to pay the 13th month pay on or before December 24 for the whole for the whole amount of the 13th month pay and uh, unfortunately this labor advisory of the Department of Labor and Employment <coughs> series of 2021 this labor advisory did not allow employers to defer to defer payment of the 13th month pay for this year it specifically state, states under uh, paragraph uh, 4 no exemption or deferment no request or application for exemption from employment uh, from payment of 13th month pay or for deferment of the payment thereof shall be accepted and allowed and of course just to add to this uh, episode uh, one question posted in our business labor forum facebook page is that um, the, the question goes like this the company computes its 13th month benefit to employees as one full month it does not deduct absence uh, any deductions for absences late or under time from basic pay this has been the policy for three years already since it started its operation it is easy and convenient because not much computation is necessary dilemma due to the pandemic crisis the company wanted to change its 13th month formula computation by by following the minimum standards of the department of labor and employment wherein absences late and under time can be deducted to get the 112 for the 13th month pay amount if this is changed surely the 13th month benefit of employees will decrease question is changing the 13th month policy allowed will this be considered as diminution of benefits where is the related or relevant ruling on this uh any supreme court jurisprudence labor law thank you very much and of course we answered that question that uh, of course that can be done temporarily temporarily no? the principle of non-diminution of benefit under article 100 of the labor code applies if the benefit has been consistently and intentionally given over a considerable period of time what is a considerable period of time is 
highly subjective although there is a case wherein the Supreme Court held that such principle applies even if the benefit was given for about two years already. Uh, the, the Department of Labor and Employment, however, issued Labor Advisory 17 series of 2020 last year, allowing the temporary diminution of benefits in light of the pandemic, provided that it is mutually agreed upon by the employer and employee concerned to save the financially distressed company. And of course, Labor Advisory 17 was issued last year and it was revised by the issuance of Labor Advisory 17-B wherein it was clarified that employers and employee can enter into any agreement regarding wage and wage-related benefits. Of course, this is in view that uh, during the pandemic, the time of uh, economic crisis what, that was uh, being faced by uh, most business owners in the Philippines last year, that uh, uh, that is for the purpose, of course, of uh, maintaining the employer-employee relationship and, of course, the survival of the company. And again, it should be, at best, be uh, reduced into writing between the employer, employer and employee. Reduced into writing for a period of six months. It will be effective for a period of six months and can be reviewed and renewed and uh, affirmed again, extended by the parties, the employer and employee, for another six months. For, do, for those wage and wage-related benefits which has been agreed upon during the time of pandemic. So that's it for now for our uh, podcast, Business Labor Forum Philippines. And again, this is Attorney Marvin Gerlan, your partner in Business Labor Forum Philippines from Sangalang and Gerlan Study Central and Sang- Sangalang and Gerlan uh, Law Firm. And uh, we hope and invite you that you can join us in our Legal Coaching Tuesdays every 8 to 9 p.m. 8 to 9 p.m. That is our Legal Coaching Tuesdays. And of course, for our regular legal webinars on Saturdays, second and third Saturdays of the month, that's our regular schedule. That's 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Legal Coaching Saturdays. And we are preparing for our topics for the coming year, 2022. We hope to get your inputs and we hope to see you in one of our episodes and one of our sessions for Legal Coaching Tuesdays or Saturdays. Again, we hope to see you and we hope you can join us in our next episodes. See you and goodbye. Thank you.